0: and welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast on this Wednesday, May the 4th. And I think I'm supposed to say this. May the 4th be with you. I mean, yeah, that's, you know, and if you're not a Star Wars fan, listen, let me simply say, uh, I hope whenever you listen to this and wherever you are, that you are filled with God's life and hope. And, uh, and not necessarily visions of, uh, of very large ships, you know, cruising through a a galaxy in a, in a time long ago, far galaxy, far, far away, as they say. Now that's, you know, Hey, that's, that's the type of podcasting you come on here for my friends. So, um, honestly uh thanks for being present today and breaking open God's word that I trust me that's the only Star Wars reference you're going to get today from me uh okay John 6 we're back to it I promised that to you yesterday we st- uh, we stepped away because of uh, the Saints feast day Philip and James we are back so today we're going to go over John chapter 6 verses 35 to 40. Now, just a brief recap. What have we heard already from John chapter 6? Well, last Friday was the longer reading. We heard the feeding of the 5,000. Had we uh, read Saturday, it would have been Jesus sends his disciples out in the boat. He goes up to pray, but he walks on the water, catches up with them. Monday, they're in Capernaum. The crowds are searching for him. They find him. And they say, when did you get here? And he says, what is it you're really looking for? Um, Are are you looking for, for that bread which fills you, but only, you know, that hunger returns? Or are you looking for more? So that's the switch. Then now he's going to start talking about what is that more that we seek? So today, tomorrow, Friday, we're going to speak more to that which does fill us, okay? So with that, let's uh, break open God's Word together. John six, thirty-five to 40. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to the crowds, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never hunger, and whoever believes in me will never thirst. But I told you that although you have seen me, you do not believe. Everything that the Father gives me will come to me, and I will not reject anyone who comes to me, because I came down from heaven not to do my own will, but the will of the one who sent me. And this is the will of the one who sent me, that I should not lose anything of what he gave me, but that I should raise it on the last day. For this is the will of my Father, that everyone who sees the Son and believes in him may have eternal life, and I shall raise them on the last day. My friends, the Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, my friends. I know we say praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ, a lot. Because after every gospel reading, we say it. But some we feel more than others. This is one. I won't say what you feel. But for me, I absolutely love this reading. I absolutely love this reading. Okay, let's break it down. Two points for us to chew on. Send you on your way to, to let you chew on those for today. And me too, by the way. And the first thing is this. Jesus said to the crowds, I am the bread of life. I don't know if you've heard this saying or not. In fact, I just was uh, chatting about it in a children's reflection not long ago. Uh, I heard it years ago. I'm going to say it poorly. Whoever said it to me said it better. Um, But it it effectively was this. The center of every home, the heart of, of every home is the dinner table and the heart of every dinner table is bread i love that image the center the heart of every home is the dinner table and the center or the heart of every dinner table is bread because bread is life right um I mean, goodness sakes, those of you who, who want to start watching your calories, right? And, and your intake and your carbs. You know, how much bread can you cut out of your diet? And, and because everything, you know, just seems to have that bread in it. Now, that's not the point as, as, yeah, bread is the heart because everything we make is bread. No, it's because when we break open that loaf and we share it, we're sharing more than just grains of wheat, right? We're sharing more than just carbs and butter and flour and oat, right? The reason that I believe, now again, I, I've, this is my take on it. Yours might be far better, far better than mine. But the reason that I believe bread is the very heart of a home and the dinner table is the, is the heart of, of that, that home and that family, is not because of that taste or that, that multi grain or whatever it is. It's because the people sitting around it. It's because the people, the life that is shared in its presence, right? That, that the bread itself is merely the tool used. It is merely the glue, if I can use that image, that brings us together around that. But the real gift, the real heart, the real center is what that bread points to, which is the life, the lives, and the goodness, and the connectivity the connection, the unity of those sitting around that table, the laughter, the joys, the sorrows, the sharing of who we are, the sharing of hearts, the sharing of time, the sharing of our stories with one another—that happens best not in front of a television. It happens best not in uh, in you know uh, making my sandwich in the kitchen ready to to go off for the day it happens when we take time and share ourselves and what jesus is saying here is he is the bread of life and so if indeed that is true that bread is the heart of every home the beating heart because the it's on the dining table it's the it's the center of the dining room then jesus is saying that he is the the beating heart of our lives. He is that which connects us. And it's not just the bread that he shared, you know, at the Passover meal. It's it's more than that. Because whoever comes to him, he says, will never hunger, and whoever believes in him will never thirst. I mean, you and I, my friend, so we we know we're talking in, in imagery here that is beyond um uh, just the normal hey because I, I've eaten tons of bread in my life and I'm always getting hungry again and so are you and I've had plenty of of wine or or water or or whatnot and I've always gotten thirsty again it's like when Jesus says those who believe in me will never die we know we're off the page now because People have been dying ever since Jesus said those words. And people are getting hungry ever since he said these words. So we know it's about more. And what is it about? It's saying he, he, Jesus, is the very life. And when we seek for that life anywhere else outside of that, we fall. And and again, I do not want to belittle the Eucharist. Hear me say this, brothers and sisters. We need to feed on his body. Hear me plainly, but it is not just that action. It is also a communal action, that the body of Christ partakes in the body, and we come together around that table, not just to eat that bread so we can go out, but to hear the stories of one another, to share the stories of one another who are gathered, to laugh together, to cry together, to share our sorrows, To share our joys. That's what living in community means. It's why we say the sacraments take place within a community. There's no such thing as a private one. Because when someone is baptized into Christ and baptized into community, we all share in that joy. Not just that person. It's not just about him and God. It's about us and God. Yes, there is a me and God part. No doubt about that. That's the vertical axis of the cross. But the horizontal axis is the us and God part, and we need both. That's why the cross is key for us. It is both and. Yes, we must feed on God. We, It is all grace, and it is all God's life within us. You know, humanity does not live by bread alone, but by every word that is uttered forth from the mouth of God. We must feed on on the table of the word first and then the table of the Eucharist. Jesus is that bread of life. But brothers and sisters, the reason that is the center of every church, the altar is always the center of every church, because we come around it. Because we come around it and it points to the body to us and the life that we share around it it is always both and it is always both and and it is why my friends we need to root ourselves in community somehow somewhere someplace we must be because that bread which is life points to the life that we share with one another as well to be immersed within one another. doesn't have to be always everywhere. You know, introverts here may be hearing this and saying, I can't do that all the time everywhere. That's okay. Whose lives are you rooted within that you do share more than simply the uh, easy externals? I'm fine today. How are you? Second point. That's the first one. Second point is this. And again, another reason I just love this. I want you to hear this word, my friends, because I need to hear this. You need to hear it all the time. I think you do too. This is Jesus talking. Everything that the Father gives me will come to me, and I will not reject anyone who comes to me. I'm going to read that again. Did you hear it? Everything that the Father gives me will come to me. What does the Father give to Jesus? Everything, by the way everything. It's not select. God has made everything uh, under, under Christ's possession. If you don't believe me, read Paul because he says it. So these are Paul's words, not mine. Everything that the Father gives me will come to me. Okay? And Jesus then says, and I will not reject anyone who comes to me. And then he says, why? Because I came down from heaven not to do my own will, but the will of the Father. So what is the will of God, brothers and sisters? If you've ever wondered that question, what is the will of God? What does God want here? What is God desiring of? If you've ever pondered or asked or wondered that question, here's the answer. And he gives it not once, but twice. I want you to remember this, because when we ponder it, or when others ponder it in our presence, this is where we point. John 6 technically 37 through 40. All right. And this is the will of the one who sent me. So meaning this is the will of God. Jesus is saying it right play in his day that I should not lose anything of what he gave me, but that I should raise it on the last day. And in case we didn't get it the first time, he says it again in the next verse, for this is the will of my father that everyone who sees the Son and believes in him may have eternal life, and I shall raise them on the last day. What does the Father give to Jesus? Everything. Everything. And this is the will of the the one who sent me, God, that I should not lose anything of what God gave to me, which is what? Everything. The will of God is that I should not lose any of it, but that instead it's all raised. It's all resurrected. Brothers and sisters, the will of God is life. It is resurrection. It is new life. It is hope. Yes, at the end of our lives. Yes, yes. The resurrection we celebrated two and a half weeks ago is not just about Jesus 2,000 years ago. It portends, it points to our resurrection by the grace and mercy and love of God and thankfully God's will because Jesus won't lose anything or anyone of what, what came to him. But it's not just that. It means whatever you are going through, the will of God is life, it is resurrection. And that God's will is not, is not that we stay in that place, but that new life can come from it. Why? Because life and light, as I said yesterday, are stronger than death, they're stronger than darkness. It's, 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 It's the ultimate reality, capital U, capital R. Life and light are stronger than darkness and death. Jesus will not lose anything given to him. What's been given to him? Everything. And the will of the Father, he says, is that I should not lose anything that was given to me, which is everything, but that I should raise it on the last day. Ponder that today, my friends. Stay with it. Stay with it. And let God wash over you like a warm breeze. Let's pray. So we begin in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. the third, third luminous mystery, the proclamation of the gospel. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. My friends, have the best Wednesday. May you be well and God's peace.